Hello everybody, welcome to Optional Opinion here on the Nominous Radio Network. I'm your host, ADV. Thank you guys for tuning in. Hopefully everyone is having a great week, having a great weekend. Today's topic is truth versus justification. And reason why um, I decided to talk about this is I did a week's blog, as everybody can see. Um, you can find more information on IGN.com under anime, E-N-I. M-E. And I'll talk about truth versus justification and why we as as humans pretty much seek it out. Um, do we want to know the truth about things or do we justify our actions to get the answers that we desire, what we think in our mind? And it's kind of weird for some people. A lot of people don't think that, you know, um, that uh, people's word is not believable. But sometimes it is. Some people could be very honest. And some people just believe that, you know, if I don't see with my own eyes and if I don't take action, then it's not true. Um, For me, you know, I believe one works hand in hand. And this is not just before um, the justice system, uh, you know, law. This kind of happens just in everybody's life. Um, when we hear rumors, when we there's some research, um, you know, we want to be proven facts and things like that. So let's break it down first to give an uh, understanding. Um, what is truth? Um, truth is the real facts about something, the quality or state of being true, a statement or idea that is true or accepted as true. Justification, a acceptable reason for doing something, something justifies the action. When we hear these words, the law comes to mind. In court, there are those who want justice. Some prefer the truth and to find the answer to the problem that's at hand. From rumors to actual crimes, truth and justification becomes a big part to the parties involved. Though which one becomes important? Most may say truth, but I believe people look more to the justification. In video games, when the story presents itself, things become unraveled and we want to know what the truth is and have our decisions and actions justify what we witness. On the other hand, if we look at games like Phoenix Wright, Hotel Dust, and even Bioshock, we're forced to have the truth. The justification of it doesn't play any part. The clues only lead to the truth and that's it. So on this episode, we're going to be talking more um, about these blogs that I wrote Um I'm not going to be reading much from it. Um, I'm really just going to be giving my opinion and probably some options for it um, to see how things could really, you know, come together to give a, a better understanding. So the first part we're going to be talking about is working and crashing the mind to a puzzle. Um, for me personally, when I play RPGs, uh, I love getting involved in the puzzle. Now, I'm separating these puzzles from something like Tetris or, you know, um, Bejeweled, you know, those kind of match three kind of puzzles. These are kind of puzzles that's intertwined in the level where you have to um, figure a way out how to solve them. Um, If anyone who's played Resident Evil uh, would get an understanding of what those kind of puzzles or even Tomb Raider, um, the old ones and the reboot ones, like the newer versions. Um, if you play them, you know, there's always a puzzle that comes to mind and you have to use different methods to solve them. Uh, but sometimes there are puzzles that just frustrate you. Um, definitely with some RPGs, um, Tales of Symphonia has a crazy color kind of, um, puzzle for you to unlock a room, uh, to get to like a secret item, um, and sometimes when you think about it and you work at these puzzles, it, they frustrate you. Um, and it gets to the point where you just crash, where you just actually give up. And reason why it's kind of good that that happens, um, it helps us to be creative. First of all, it allows us to uh, take a break for us to think easier. Uh, we kind of want answers quickly. And we kind of want to know what the truth is to this puzzle. We want to know what the solution. So, you know, some for some people, their actions, you know, their justification is, I'll go to FAQ and look at the, or YouTube and look at the way on how to beat it. And some people are just like, you know what, i I rather try to beat it on my own. And there's nothing wrong with whatever decision you decide to make because, A, you're making that decision. B, who's going to really know unless you tell somebody? C, 
you just want to get you know further in progress if you and if you're a person who has don't want to say anger issues but who get too evolved in the game sometimes hard to progress um will you know will ruin your flow let's just go with that um but definitely if you're working at a puzzle and you're crashing a mind i believe that it makes solving the puzzle worth it when you actually you know you take a break you don't even think about it you just like literally relax get some food play another game or even you know um get out some pen and paper and just try to figure things out um you 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 just want something that's going to relax you and ease you and if you don't even do nothing um if you just walk away from the game for a few days or you know just for that just for that night or for that day um it feels good coming back and be like okay all these other ways that I tried to solve it didn't work. So let me be creative and let me just see the answer out. Let me just find some logic reasons in this. And you would go and actually find it. And there's nothing wrong with that. You you kind of need that in order to benefit yourself. There's nothing wrong thinking outside the box to um, go to a puzzle. When things don't work or timing don't work, just see what needs to be done first. And then maybe... Just keep fooling around with the puzzle. And once you see the connection, once you get the progress, bam, you're good to go. You'll be able to do it in that one go. And once you do it, once you feel, you know, that you solved the puzzle and you're good to go, man, it, you just want to tell people, be like, yeah, I'm making progress. This puzzle had me down. It, it frustrated me, but, you know, I was able to work through it. You know, it made me upset, but I'm able to get up and say, yeah. I knew I would. I knew it should have been that, or it'd be like, "Wow, that's very creative of the developers to actually think it that way." No, and some puzzle, some puzzle games train you in a certain way, and when you have to get away from that training, or you have to take that training as a basics and kind of evolve it, crashing and working <laughs> through a puzzle is kind of like the best way. Now trial and error is part of working and crashing a puzzle you know definitely when it comes to the legend of zelda with me sometimes a lot of people say it's the water temple um you kind of have to work your way through it or it's you know if the water temple is not let's say i want to say it's not too frustrating because some people do get frustrated they would kind of end up uh stopping the playing the game and that happens with all the Zelda games when it comes to their water temple. The water temple is kind of one of the most frustrating. But this, to me, it's one of the most rewarding um, level, well, not levels, dungeons in the Zelda franchise. And when you're able to get through it and you be able to figure it out, you'd be like, wow, man, that was a good dungeon. Definitely when I played Twilight Princess on the GameCube, before I played it on the Wii in the HD version, um, I... I I was kind of wondering, I'm just like, okay, I know I need to get something to get this turned around because it's mixing. And that whole dungeon is pretty much uh, is, is a puzzle. So I have to figure out what works and what doesn't work, so where I need to go and where I need to um, actually be at and what items I need to get. And definitely once you get the grappling hook in that, um, dungeon you're good to go to finish the rest of the level you're just gonna got to figure out where does everything else goes and works and it it, it has a great boss to it I'm, I'm fine with that um and i'm not saying that the reward to that <laughs> to that dungeon pays off um but it it, it does take some time it, it kind of takes you close to 30 minutes but you have to work through it you have to figure out where do i go next um because there's some games that don't give you no directions um and there's no, some puzzles that you know they give you a clue about some things but it doesn't actually mean that you're going to um use that clue if you miss it uh like you won't really know about it but like if you try it out and be like okay that clue said something okay it must be i'm gotta try different things to see what relates to that clue and once you find it out bam you're good to go but i you know so, like i said you know when you're working and 
uh, through a puzzle and you just come to a stopping point or you get frustrated or you just crash. You just be like, oh, I can't do it no more. Um, it, it teaches you the thing that's outside the box. And it's that kind of that 15 to an hour or even a day break, like I said. Um, <laughs> one thing is that you'll find similar people who will understand your frustration. Trust me, now that we have social media, we could go beyond our friends who are playing that game and kind of um, expound on why this level design or why this puzzle is frustrating. But when you guys start figuring it out and talking about it, maybe that might help you actually work through the puzzle. Be like, okay, Jimmy did this and Heather did that. Okay, David did this and Sandra did that. And, you know you might be able all to piece everything and then once you and your friends actually got it or you and your community when they actually get it they be like wow yes that did work um now that we live in a youtube era um you can now look at a walkthrough on on the, like the video version of it and actually see how it's done um there are people who buy guides who you know who feel like who don't want to deal with the puzzle they want the correct answer and nothing nothing that's wrong with that um i just think that it it stops them from thinking outside the box i think it stops them from trying to figure out the answers on their own because when they play later games and you can't find a guide to it um you know what are you going to do to uh, continue getting that experience you know i i always feel like definitely with guys and i have nothing wrong with guys i admit i i have used some guys i that tells a symphonia puzzle that to get that secret item i did watch a youtube video but i tried and tried and i was close to it but there was just a few things that i was missing um and i'm not guilty of it i played tales of symphonia tons of times i beat it way way many times so i feel like i was able to just do this just to get some more stuff and see if my and see if it was worth it it kind of wasn't in a way but you know i, I was good that i was able to try to, not trying to 100 percent complete it but it was good to see that i know that i can do it um and i'll probably go back and do it again and watch the video because it took because <laughs> i kind of forgot it but you know i would actually try first to be to see if i remember it or something like that um but there's nothing like i said there's nothing wrong if you're working and you're crashing your mind to a puzzle you're going to get frustrated and that's fine do take a break think it through come back and work it out because like i said it's really worth it when you do so when we come back we're going to be talking a little bit about phoenix fright <laughs> October 12, 2005, Capcom released Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney in North America on the Nintendo DS. With barely any advertising, it got a limited run and hardly any restocks. A couple of months later, you were able to find it in a bargain bin for $19.99 or cheaper for a new copy at GameStop. Since I read about it in Electronic Gaming Monthly, I was happy to see the game in stores. I picked the title up and stayed with the series ever since. It was my first adventure game, which led me into Hotel Dust 215, that I, ever, that I ever got into. Of course, there's been more others have enjoyed. 
Phineas Frank has a certain charm and laughter to it while still being serious enough to bring the criminal to light. Although the game is designed to have one ending that leads to the culprit, Phineas Wright himself stands for truth while his opponents, like Miles Edgeworth, justifies his actions to get a guilty verdict. With everything being scripted, it is an adventure game, by the way, you're led to the official answer to the case, which in turn leads to something bigger. All of this is done by your hand. Well, it's forced by your hand. And... This blog is titled, or this part is titled, Phoenix Wright Brings the Forced Truth by Your Hands. Um, I enjoy the Phoenix Wright, ga- Phoenix, Phoenix Wright games. <laughs> Sorry about that. And like I said, it's an adventure game where you click on different things uh, and you use different methods to search for clues and get evidence. Um, you are a lawyer. Um, who is trying to help your cup, uh, not your culprit, help your client have uh, innocent, uh, not guilty verdict. Um, and this is just coming from the first game. You have to go against uh, Miles Edgeworth. Um, you work with, uh, uh, you work under a, a certain law firm, and your mentor Maya, uh, she has a cousin that's a spirit medium that comes and helps you. Um, you and Maya, uh, you and Maya, I should say, um, work together to, you know, help solve crimes um, and things of that nature. Uh, and Miles Edgeworth is your uh, main opponent in the first one. Um, and he even gets a spinoff game, which I wish they would have brought the sequel. I, I did enjoy the first one. Um, but pretty much, uh, Phoenix Wright, um, he makes you feel like a detective and a lawyer because um, you're getting these clues. And when you come to the court, the uh, court sections where you have to uh, find the contradictions of the person, the witness that's on the stand, you have to present evidence. And it's I'm, it's when I say that it's forced by your hand is that sometimes there are clues um, or there are there's like some kind of dialogue that when you press to uh, get more out of it, um, it kind of doesn't feel right at times because like you want to present the correct, um, you want to present the correct evidence, and sometimes when you present it, it's wrong. So you got to present the right evidence, uh, and it's it's being forced. If you present the wrong evidence, you lose energy. And I never got a chance to understand that um, why uh, it was forced upon you to present the right one um, when something else would actually make sense. Now you would think of it as a logic reason, you know, if you if you remember the information that is tied to that particular evidence that you presented, that should be the right answer. But sometimes it's wrong. Now it is like I said, it is quite funny in this execution. Um, but you can't make progress unless you do the right actions. Um, so when you're presenting the evidence towards the uh, witnesses, um, you 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 have a health bar, but in the first one you have like five exclamation points. And every time you get one of those wrong, um, you uh, lose an exclamation point. And if you get all of them to, go, uh, to zero, um, you're found guilty. And it's, it's pretty much game over. Now, you're going to get a lot of uh, game overs, probably for the first time. Uh, because there's times where you're pressing and you're trying out everything just like the work in the crash in the puzzle you're you're trying out everything to see whether it's the right answer um and if you do get the right answer um a different scene will happen like the music will drop or he'll say objection and you'll like see how Phoenix Wright will kind of have a, a different like attitude to it um, be like, well, you, didn't you say it was this? And then you present that evidence and it has something else. And you will see the witness um, have a different reaction to it. Like you found out that they were lying um, or they had a secret that they don't want to delve into. Um, it, it does get a little bit complicated with some <laughs> with some of it. Um, but it feels good that, you know, this truth that is coming out. Um that's that's forced upon 
you know, by you, you as a player, it feels really good presenting evidence and doing the research and, you know, reading the uh, script and seeing these quirky characters and stuff. Um, our Miles Edgeworth or your opponent, you know, they sometimes have some kind of vendetta or they want to make sure that they don't continue their winning streak. So they would do things to prolong the case like they would use that evidence against you and now you have to figure out how do you get out of this and sometimes it'll tell you think outside the box or you know look at it a different way you know try to turn it around with the case and even though everything is scripted and it's supposed to happen in that particular manner um you would spend close to maybe an hour on a case depending on how much you're going to play definitely for me i i spent like days on one case because i would play from here and here to there like maybe 15 to 30 minutes um and i would try everything because I, I was new to adventure games and i'm still trying to grasp some things about the phoenix rice case um games like sometimes i do end up getting wrong and sometimes i end up dying and the guy kind of got to restart uh, no, we're not dying. I get a guilty verdict in a game over, and I kind of have to restart. But I do try, you know, you know, present the correct evidence, and it feels good when I'm able to make progress when I hear the music drop, and I find out what, the, why they were lying, uh, what the, you know, why they were lying uh, in the first place, you know, and it opens up more dialogue trees. Uh, and more, you know, for the witness to tell. Uh, sometimes it is hurtful to that witness. Um, but once the secret is out, um, you're able sometimes to use information from that against them to find out uh, more of the story, more of the case, and why the murder actually happened. Now, usually when it gets to the uh, the end of that case, um, after you do so many acts and stuff and so many trials, um, it's usually the last person that's on the stand. Um, you will present them with uh, some information and you will find out who uh, who the killer was and why that person killed them. Now, there is one case in one of the games that you actually had to get uh, your client off. And you end up doing get your client off, but you and um, your opponent work together to make sure that uh, what they did uh, to get them off was really worth it. Now, it's not a spoiler, but I'm not going to tell you what game and what case it is. You have to play it for yourself to find out. Um, I definitely completely enjoyed this game. It is such a blast. And I, I feel like, you know, everything being done by you that's forceful it's only to make because you have to do it to make progress. It's, it's you know, there's nothing wrong with it. I kind of sometimes wish that they allow more gameplay options to use to find stuff. But because of everything being so linear and so set that you really can't. Um, do nothing else. You just have to go go buy it. You have to do it by force. Um, uh, open world Phoenix Wright Phoenix Wright game. I would kind of love to see. Um, even though that's too much, it's it's a lot of localization and it's a lot of you know a lot of writing and coding that um they the team would have to do to, in order to bring here. Um, Phoenix Wright did end up on the Wii Virtual Console, but it's still like the Game Boy version or uh, the DS version. So, like, not much has changed. Uh, now, there is Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law. Uh, I believe that's Capcom also, and that was on PlayStation 2. And it was kind of designed the same way as um, Phoenix Wright. Um, but they, I heard that game it did have some problems, and it was also on Wii also. Um, so if you can find those games, you may enjoy. There's probably are some more court games that's out there. Hotel Dust 215 is a good mystery game, like a adventure game. Um, you would love the art style. You would love the gameplay. And, you know, there's puzzles to it that you can find. And there's kind of uh, different ways on how to beat it. You know, different ways that you could get uh, different indies. Maybe that's why I wish that Phoenix Wright had, like, different ways for you to get more endings um, to that game. 
Um, but I do add, I do say not ask. I do say seek it out. Um, you can even watch. Uh, oh, there's a skit that's called Boot to the Head, and they use the Phoenix Wright um game and characters, and it's completely completely funny. So when I come back, we'll be talking about justifying the true nature of self. Now, what do I mean by justifying the true nature of self? Um, in the real world, there's just certain things that you cannot do, um, that you shouldn't do, let's say, legally. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, not legally, but illegally. Um, there's, I think, there are laws that are here to protect us. Um, but in video games, gives you a kind of freedom. Um, there are people, you know, who say who can't stand other people, but, you know, they have to work with a lot of people um but they feel like their true nature of self is when they get on social media or go online you know they can say whatever they want to say comment whatever they want to comment on don't don't really have to be around people um and kind of that's the same thing in video games uh, especially with open world video games um like grand theft auto sleeping dogs um even sometimes the legend of zelda you know these games, sorry about that. These games take you on a venture. Ooh, sorry about that again. Take you on a venture where you are able to just like literally enjoy what the game is all about and have a freedom in this world to do whatever that you want to. Now, uh, something like Mass Effect, uh, the series, like or mostly Bioware games they give you a dialogue tree so you select what you want to say or get more information um and depending on the actions that you take um you will become good neutral evil um and mostly even uh, something like infamous one and two um like the more good you do uh how people will like you and if you're like taking their energy and you're just being evil um they will be afraid of you which will have like more cops and games like this kind of explain your morals um it like it explains what's acceptable and what's not acceptable now it's not saying that um this is the actual actual factor of why you do these things and you choose it like you might be a person who got to be around people and you have to be a goody two shoes but something like in mass effect makes you just feel so evil that you just keep choosing the evil things um and regardless of where it leads to you you know it feels like you don't always want to be good um infamous for example um when you choose when you choose good or evil um you become um that kind of color and you will also gain that powers so if you're evil you become red and you would get all the evil powers that's on it um if you're blue um you would get you will will show you like in the light blue and you would get all those powers you can't really mix and match you you actually really have to uh choose one and there's certain times that you get into the point of the game 
where you're um, going to be that character. You're going to be good or you're going to be evil. Now, sometimes you will like laugh uh, like a Grand Theft Auto, like something like killing women in the game or killing men in the game or, you know, seeing a different kind of person of, of ethnicity. Um, and you would go, ethnic, uh, can I say, I'm sorry, um, of a person of a different race. Um, you might just start killing them. Um, now you are going to get a star. If you haven't did the cheat codes um, on the game, you will get a police like kind of warning. And if it gets up to five stars, the police will start coming for you and trying to kill you, um, or arrest you. Uh, most of the time it's to actually to kill you and if you die you kind of start out of the hospital and you lose money um but you know you might be a person who want to wreak havoc even though you're a person who knows that when you're on the road you're a really mild mental person maybe not maybe you are psychotic and games like this which just just which just do you wonder now for some people that might tempt us to actually go out in the real world there are people who have mental problems we we have to admit that there are people who take video games way too serious very very serious and reason why i feel like there's uh, some people who who do play video games too much and take it serious, I feel like it doesn't give you the right to say who who can and cannot play, create, write, or discuss anything about video games. Um, of course, people in the community know about, uh, about a, a group called Gamergate. And they first started off talking about it's supposed to be ethics and journalism. Um, but it has now become pretty much a hate group uh, against women um it kind of just shifted over to something completely different and a lot of people are assuming that it's a lot of males well it's it, it's just different people it might actually be women too um they might see that other certain women shouldn't play video games or certain race of women or even maybe even guys shouldn't play video games it, and it it's not right I personally feel that, you know, video games should be played by everybody. Um, and when you hide behind a uh, screen to say hurtful things to someone else, you know, you're not, you're justifying your true nature, but you don't want to show who that, who that person is with that true nature. You know, you don't want to show, show that yourself. So, you know, you would get that harass, you would, you know, you would have to harass people and you would say things, you know, we had a lot of stuff to deal with during the 360 area online. And there are people who are still dealing with that, you know, there's a, I understand there's a competitive nature in online shooters or any online game, um, but it doesn't give you a right to say the things to other people who who bought the game and want to enjoy it it doesn't give you a right to say things to women who want to make video games better who really enjoy playing something that you love you know this instead of being upset and being angry and stuff this creates a space where people are able to discuss things and talk about things um it's another format to talk about politics to talk about race relations to talk about um good and evil to talk you know to talk about gameplay mechanics to talk about creativity and artwork and music and things like that like it's another platform for us to have discussions about art in general and regardless if you're a male or a female there's various games that's out there that people want to enjoy and we should be happy that they want to play these games we should be happy that you know we are able to talk to them and learn from them not be not hurting them or saying that they're trying to stop video games or start you know or bring in censorship because in america there are there are just things that people are have to be censored from because we don't want um young children or certain people to see this uh, you know see things like that like we don't want to put like a game made of rape um out there and just be like well 
you know, this is mostly for those who, you know, who really like have a fetish and stuff like that. Um, there are rape victims out there, you know, and stuff like that will just like will hurt them or it's kind of even demeaning to them, you know. But there are people who, you know, whose true self is just like they look forward to things like that in games or even just stuff online. And it, it's it to say that um, censorship is not important or, you know, it ruins the game. It's actually not. And sometimes those things that don't get censored is something that we completely ignore. And if we did try it and just be like, well, at least they kept it in the game, it's not even worth the time then for us to go and play it. If you look at, um, if you, if you actually look at uh, Dead or Life uh, Beach Volleyball 3, uh, on the Dead or Life Extreme 3, um, they did a, a, a I think um, Chris from Destructory did a review of the game. Um, I think it's only in like in China or something. And he actually got a chance to play the game. It's not worth all the controversy that came along with it. Like it's not a good game, but you know, people want to be, I guess there are some players, some gamers who want to play stuff like that. Like that's their true nature. Maybe that's something that you know they get off of, or it may be something that you know th this is so anime related. And I'm a big anime fan. Why are you stopping me from you know being able to enjoy what I want to play, or what I want to buy, or what I want my parents to buy or order? You know, th there's just uh, there's just something about that. Um, and if you care about gays, care for the people who play them and enjoy them. Everything can be criticized, but in a manner that is respectable. Um, if you look at Digital Homicide, how they're now suing Jim Sterling about something, um, uh, about his criticism about their gays, they feel like it's have gone too far, um, and he only picks on bad gays. I feel like he doesn't pick on bad gays. Because he does play some good games and he gives his impressions, he gives a fair critique. The thing about it is, if you put out bad quality of a product and charge for it, you have every right to criticize that game. To warn others not to invest your money into this because you're going to be mad. And you can't, and definitely, uh, you know, with Steam doing refunds, if Steam starts seeing a lot of money, a lot of people asking for it to get their money back because you put out a poor quality product, it wouldn't even matter what the review was. You as a designer, as a developer, put out a poor product. You got to make this better. And I, I don't know if Green Steamlight or Early Access, I don't know much information, and I that's something I definitely personally need to study is that if these games are supposed to be like demos or supposed to be test games and if you you know people you know like it and they keep and they keep it do you know you get free updates and stuff to make the game better and then when it's fully ready to go do they release a version that um that you get it straight out the block you know because you pay maybe $14 or $20 to get this product it started as something that was interesting now it's a full-fledged product you know and I don't know if there's a lot of games on green on steam green light or early assets that has actually been like fully developed um with digital homicide um their true nature to this with the lawsuit and stuff is just showing how disrespectful they were to Jim Sturdy. Now, I, 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 there is a podcast where uh, things are being exchanged between both of them, but you know I don't think that Jim Sturdy is trying to attack them. He usually just attacks the product to be like, you guys cannot be doing this. You guys cannot be doing uh, like you can buy assets. I think Jim Sturdy is fine with that. But use that as a found as a foundation and then expand, create your own. You know, don't don't buy these assets, make a game out of it that's not play tested and that's completely broken, and then just throw it online. You know, digital homicide would not survive the console area. He he, he would they would not. They literally would get they wouldn't even get through the front door through definitely do Nintendo quality assurance. Now there are some bad games on uh on the Wii U uh eShop. 
I can admit that. But I think of Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony, if they're playing your games full and it's not up to, if it's not, up, you know, up to speed and stuff, they will not release your game. You have got to meet a certain quality assurance uh, for each company. And additional homicide, they would not, they would not make it. But, you know, they showed their true nature just by this lawsuit. You can see in the videos, you can hear the impressions, you can read on the forums. Definitely when they're bending people and stuff, be like, oh, posted your stuff here if you have any criticism. You put a bad criticism and then you get banned. You're showing your true nature that you cannot handle bad criticism. You think that everything that you're supposed to put out is supposed to be accepted and you're supposed to make money off of that. Like you're just making a quick buck. And that's not fair. That that really isn't fair to the consumers who are buying games like this. So if if you're going to show your true nature, like I said, please be respectful. Please be in a be in a state of mind that everybody can play games everybody can enjoy the creations that everybody make i still love nintendo i still love sony i still love microsoft i i love the pc gamers like i'm i'm at a level that yes um there are games that i don't like that i kind of have a disdain for but i i'm always fair I love everybody who played the games. I love that we could talk about it or, or you know, I, I don't want to force my opinion on anyone to say that, you know, your opinion is wrong. There are things that I said, no, that's just not right because if this is the set, then, this, you know, I can have a debate, I can have a discussion, but I'm going to always end up loving you because that's my true nature. I love when people talk about video games. I love when people talk about music. I love even my people who love Star Wars. I love them i might have a different opinion about the movies and you know find some illogical things but that doesn't stop me from actually loving the creation of star wars i there's there's creative things done in the star wars series that i will that i give a, a round of applause that i'd be like you are right that is good i'm being a fair critic i, I have that right because i definitely if i pay my money to come see a movie or buying the DVD. I have that right. Um, but, you know, that's just my true nature itself. Some people think that it's unfair. But, you know, I can't be forced to love something that you um, that you truly love. And if, you, and if I don't love it, then you're upset with me. It shouldn't be that way. Uh, we should all be able to love and understand each other from our creations. Now, something like hatred, that, that made a lot of people mad. Um, but you know, it's, it's fair. It's completely fair. Now the premise party made a lot of people mad because of what, um, a lot of the school shootings and a lot of things that's coming on where people are, a lot of massive people are dying and stuff. And people just don't, don't want that. Definitely gamers don't want that in that space. Like the Columbine RPG, people don't want that, but it's good to talk about. It it brings up a it brings up something that might you know get people interested in gun control. You know, every, we're all protected by the First Amendment, and I, maybe sometimes with the true nature itself, um, like with hatred and stuff, maybe it's something that needs to be created for us to really get mad. But it might be also something that we need to discuss about what is accepted and not accepted in video games. Because it doesn't make sense that we're able to accept everything that's in Grand Theft Auto Five, or or and say that's fun, but we're not able to accept the things that's in hatred because they're two different premises, but the actions are still the same. You know, it creates a dialogue tree like that. It creates a discussion that we all should have. Nothing's wrong with that. We sometimes definitely need it. We need a wake-up call. Um, and that's just me. You know, like I said, I love everybody who love games, who love art, and really are interested in so many things to play. Um, I might not play a lot of mobile games, but I'm playing Mitomo, and it's addictive. And I'm saying it's not saying it's addictive, but it kind of is. And it's really fun seeing my friends and everything and talking to them and answering questions and buying clothes and stuff like that. You know, Nintendo knocked it out the gate, um, despite of some other things that has happened. 
um, which we'll probably talk in later on in the future. Um, but when I come back, we're going to see if give me uh, one more discussion point, and then we're going to end the show. So I'll be right back. just love the music for mass effect um really great series to go to and um like really play um so before we go on um seeking truth or justice to bring closure um you know you're sometimes you're hoping to find answers with the truth um that you get and you know justifying your actions um, I just want to make sure that the way that you get the answer has just a justification to it. So if you're going to go around and ask people about things to try to connect the dots, make sure that it's done in a legal manner, um, that nobody gets hurt. Um, you know, when words aren't believed, nations that are taken doesn't seem right. I think sometimes you need to stop yourself. You need to make sure that is it really worth it, you know, doing all this work to get this truth, to get this answer, you know, to find a solution? Because when you seek stuff out, um, sometimes there are people who go overboard um, with it, you know, not trying to say that, oh, what's the meaning of life kind of thing. And then you write in 16 different thousand papers and you read in all these books and stuff just to get something answered. But there's sometimes people want to know, uh, the truth of why, why they was cheated on or, you know, why the breakup, you know, there's just some, sometimes there's some relationship things, um, criminal things that you know why did you kill my sister or why did you hurt my brother or you know why did this person get raped um like there's a lot of things that you want truth and sometimes she would ask and see what's the just justification of that person's actions or even your own you know there's some videos on it that just just that just shows people are angry at the criminal that they that they caught from that crime and sometimes they will fight and just cause all kind of chaos because sometimes they're running off emotions they're running off of hurt um even though they did get that truth um they feel like the justification you know is to get revenge just to beat up that person or strangle that person you know try to really hurt them and things like we as humans we have different ways that we respond and act towards things Definitely when we hear something uh, that's the, that's the complete truth or we find out the truth of why things are being done. And sometimes people feel like, you know, scratching up a, a expensive merchandise or kicking another, another person out, you know, that that brings justification to bring closure. And it's kind of weird to say that, um, but we, we do it. Because we know that when we're running on emotions, we sometimes can't see the truth of things. Sometimes we don't want to accept the truth. And we sometimes, we uh, most of the time we have to. Our, you know, we justify our actions because when we're hurt, we want that person who did this, gave us this hurt, to hurt them. You know, there are still people who, who have found their fathers and found their mo mothers and will completely cut them out still because they feel like they've been abandoned. Um, 
you know, they did all this, you know, they did all of this, you know, to justify their actions of finding that parent just to say that, you know, why did you do this to me? And I, uh, you could go ahead and continue having your life because I believe you gave me someone, uh, you know, I have a better life with the people that raised me. You know, there there's still some people and there's some people who will be like, you know, I want to be back with my mom or my dad and stuff like that. Even though these adoptive parents have raised me for years and stuff. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, but, you know, people will seek these things out to bring um, just to bring, you know, some closure to it. And it's kind of sad. I mean, it is happy, but it is kind of sad that, you know, the people that hurt you or did something to you and even in video games the people who create stuff and when we just try to tear them down like and you know justify their actions of why did a director or a developer change it sometimes it's not their fault and we got we gotta accept that you know people evolve our the way we feel about things the way we accept things they evolve and we got to keep that in mind that once we get the truth to something once once we find out the information what we do with it is going to be on us you know whatever we rant about it wherever we type the type about it wherever we say you know what's the pros and cons like kind of weighing them out we are the ones individually that are that have to handle it and we have to accept it now there are ways that you can change things to get a better you know a better conclusion sometimes when we say not buying a game that might give the message to somebody it doesn't justify i mean the truth is if we want something sometimes we have to deny the things that we want like take for example uh metro prime federation force force people already are justifying that they that game should be canceled and that nobody doesn't want it but they gotta realize that that's not the truth people who are doing that doesn't speak to the people who really want to play the game who wants to be fair it might it might get all the hate that it's going to that it's getting right now uh as the nintendo called it criticism questions concerns um but when it come out it might actually be an eight or a nine it might actually be worth playing around with with people's friends you know if it there are some people who are still diehard metroid fans who would go and purchase the game whether they like it or not you know sorry about that there are people who are diehard fans who would defend certain games certain titles because they know the truth that these games are fun to them and other people just cannot see it um that might be something like for grand theft auto with me you know I, I'm not saying that I don't I don't I don't love the series. I respect it. I actually beat Grand Theft Auto three on PC and that's the only PC game that I actually beat to completions kind of without the code and stuff. Um but you know I, I the, the problems that I have with it are are is they get overlooked by people who know the true meaning of why they play those games. And that's cool. I I accept it I have no problem with that. I bought Grand Theft Auto 5, and I have always said this on podcasts. I have told friends and everybody, the only reason why I bought um, Grand Theft Auto 5, because it came with a gift card, and I used that gift card to get the Legend of Zelda Wind Waker HD, because I felt like my money was going to go toward a better game. Not saying that Grand Theft Auto 5 didn't do a lot of stuff right, because it kind of did, but there are just some problems that I recognize it that ruined the experience for me. Where Legend of Zelda Wind Waker HD, yeah, I played it on the GameCube, beat it on the GameCube, and then playing this HD version just makes me like remember what a great time that I had with the game compared to what Grand Theft Auto 5 was. And that's just my opinion. You know, I can't say anything more or less. I did play Grand Theft Auto 5 to the completion. I beat the whole game. And I I mean I enjoyed some of my time with it, but th- but I would never I really don't want to return to that game because it just really had problems. Now, I will return it for research pur- purposes, uh for podcasting to have a great discussion to talk about the Grand Theft Auto series and be fair to it. Um uh, you know, weigh the pros and cons, but you know, to bring the closure to it 
um, on on why I just feel like I, I don't see the true nature of it. That's setting for me. It just might be some things that I I have to. I don't want to accept, but I have to accept. And you know, the true nature is a lot of people think it's a fun game, and for that, that's fine. It is a fun game if if things were better in it. But hey, that's just me. Just saying. Uh, so before we go, before I get some plus, got one more music break, and then we will be out. So if you guys want to read more um, about truth versus justification, like I said earlier at the beginning of the show, uh, you can check IGN.com. Look under Anime, E-N-I-M-E. I'm going to do some plugs. I definitely have to plug my show. I'll show opinion. Um, you can find um, the episodes on SoundCloud and at the Anonymous Radio Network.Popping.com. Um, you can also email the show at um, my op two comment at yahoo.com n-y-o-p the number two c-o-m-m-e-n-t at yahoo.com um you can follow me on twitter at that retro code t-h-a-t-r-e-t-r-o-c-o-d-e um you can uh, if you uh, have a nintendo id um for wii u mine's is optional opinion uh, for playstation network is is okamico o-k-a-m-i-c-a-l um, for Xbox One, the lyrical one, capital D A capital L Y R I C A L, the number one. Um, hopefully you guys can find me on uh, Facebook under Edward Varnell, or if you follow me on Twitter and you guys got me Tomo, send me a message. Um, you know, try to connect with me. Uh, I would love to see and uh get more of your guys uh into me Tomo and you know play more games. I do have a 3ds also um but i am going to wait to get to give everybody that code um you can probably find it in the description for my old 3ds because i'm planning on getting a new 3ds and i kind of it's probably going to be a new uh de- a new code to it so uh please be patient thank you for understanding <laughs> um another show that i'm actually on that i also co-host actually two shows that i actually co-host uh the deluded geeks podcast on anomalous radio network um uh, we talk about movies tvs um uh, we're doing reviews also like per, like little reviews um our very own jonathan eggert he um talked about the fallout one automata I believe that's the first DLC for Fallout 4. Um, he's actually spoke about that on himself. Uh, so you guys can check that out. And he's also did an episode last week with me on um, talking about that game. And I was very interested. It was really good to hear. Uh, so you can hear if he likes it or doesn't like it. If we recommend a buy or or not buy. Um, but do check it out. Um we all have seen, hopefully, Superman versus Batman. So hopefully we'll come with a show with that uh, later on in the future. Uh, you guys can hear what we think. Um, another podcast that I actually co-host uh, with my f- good friends, Adrian Nieto and Larry Giver. And we just did a special episode with our West Coast correspondents. Uh, 
Tony Zilakakis. Uh, we do the World 1-1 podcast that you can find on iTunes and SoundCloud. You can also email that show at world one one. Um, podcast at gmail.com w-o-r-l-d one one p-o-d-c-a-s-t at gmail.com we are uploading more episodes Um, our past episode that we just did was about Mega Man X and Mighty Number 9 so do give that a listen Um, you can find some of the episodes on SoundCloud um you can find it actually on my optional opinion on uh, SoundCloud um so if you miss any on um, the regular world one podcast you could be able to find it there also um hopefully I'm going to be able to get optional opinion up on sound on um, iTunes so you guys can hear more optional opinion and world one one podcast um Another podcast that I do recommend that you guys check out, The Happy Hour with Johnny Deuce. They're also on SoundCloud. Nothing iTunes. Um, they re- release the episode every Tuesday and Friday. Uh, you can check them out. Uh, Simon's Cakes at simoncake.wordpress.com. You can check those guys out. Hopefully, I have them on the show. I just found out some things about them, and I'm so excited. And hope, I, hopefully, I could be on their podcast. Now, this one is the big one, but I'm going to save them for last. Um, the NBC Video Game Book Club. Um, you can find us on YouTube. Um, you can find us on Facebook under the NBC Video Game Book Club. This month, we have just got finished playing Pokemon, uh, and we're going to be having a discussion soon, so you can check that out on YouTube. I believe Donkey Kong Country is our next game that we're playing for April, so do play along with us. Um, we're getting ready for our discussion, so by the time you hear this episode, um, our discussion has happened or will be happening, um, and you guys can check that out. Now, the big one, <laughs> the additional nurse advocate, um, Corey Derrick uh, and his crew, those guys are doing an amazing job. They have so much content. Um, you can find them on Facebook under the additional nurse uh, community or the DNA community. They have shows like DNA Presents, the DNA Weekly Strike, DNA Power Block, DNA Will Talk Podcast, A Toast of Beer, Settle Down, Secrets of the Stash, DNA Reacts, DNA TV Talk, the DNA Podcast, DNA Spoil, Infinity and Beyond, which is a Let's Play, uh, Dad's Turn, where dads play video games, DNA Rebel Base, uh, DNA Unboxing, uh, DNA Guest Appearance, where they're on different shows and they have people on their show. Hopefully, I could be on the DNA uh, Podcast uh, coming soon on uh, dna relaxing dna plays dna replays dna movie commentaries and their super mario make a challenge Corey is asking uh, for more uh, levels hopefully i could load some more up for you guys and for other people who really want to check it i am going to be working that on that sometime in may um hopefully i'll be able to have our optional opinion discussion about the legend of zelda skyward sword really cannot wait for that um discussion hopefully i have a lot of great guests who want to partake in that um so that will be definitely be coming soon um but thank you guys for um listening to this podcast uh, i resp- hope hopefully i can get your guys uh, feedback like i said the email to the show is my out to comment at yahoo.com n-y-o-p the number two c-o-m-m-e-n-t at yahoo.com and you know hopefully i could just hear from you guys so with that i am out peace